Welcome to Rise Resolute. If you are open to being inspired by gritty women who have pushed through difficulties and finding motivation in the way we are all connected, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. So we're doing something a little different on the podcast today. I have asked a few women in my life to come on and just give some holiday encouragement um, to those of us out there who might be struggling or in the midst of holiday chaos um, currently. It's hard sometimes to stay focused on the things that really matter, the things that really bring us joy. So I hope you'll enjoy. I'm so excited about this first segment with Sarah Kornikovich. Sarah is a dear friend, and she also is currently a consultant um, on content and digital production, just started a new job, and she's here to tell us a little bit of her insight on the holiday season. So Sarah, give us a little background on um, what's going on for you this holiday. Yeah, so um, the past six years, I have been a full-time employee of the Cleveland Browns, as um, their director of content production. And about a month ago, I left that uh, as a full-time job and started working for the Arizona Cardinals as a consultant. And um, it's scary, but at the same time, it's really exciting because it has afforded me the opportunity to just focus on things that really matter. And that was kind of the catalyst of me leaving was uh, I have a now 11 month old baby tomorrow. And, you know, I just kind of was like, I wanted to make sure if I'm going to be away from him and the Browns was a job that I was traveling constantly for different things. If I was going to be away from him, if I was going to be working late nights, it had to be worth it. And it just didn't feel like it was worth it anymore. And, um, And now, even though I'm gone all this week for work (laughs) in Arizona, it feels like it's worth it. And then I'm back. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited that I can have a balance back in my life that, um, not even back, just in my life. I don't know that I've had one ever, but, you know, I have a, like I said, an 11 month old baby that I can focus on what are we going to do for his first Christmas? And I can also have my career that I can focus on, you know, while he's in daycare and I'm not at work until 11 o'clock every night. And that's pretty great. Yeah, I think this is great. I mean, this is an important thing to remember um, at any time in life, not just at the holidays, to focus on what really matters and just to step back and take a look at your life and say, you know, why am I doing what I'm doing? And, you know, is it bringing me the joy that I want? And am I plugged into the people that really matter? And by the way, listeners, cutest baby in the world for real, (laughs) for real. He's shockingly adorable. My he husband and I so both cute. say all the time, we can't figure out how, why he's so cute. He's blonde and blue-eyed, which neither of us are. And we're not sure where his adorable face came from, but we love to have him. <laughs> I love it. Um, so your message for women at the holidays would be to really just tap into what really matters and focus on yeah. that. Um, is that right? Yeah. And I think it's balance. And I know people say like, oh, work-life balance, but it doesn't exist. And I think that's true. It doesn't, but it's about that living in the moment thing. It's, you know, okay, in this moment, I'm all work and I'm really focused on this and I'm going to be at work until eight, nine o'clock at night. And that's okay. But then when you're with your children, 
you live in that moment and you know, you make it, it, you focus on what the priority is in that moment. And then it's, and it's okay. And I think as women, which I've discovered since I had the baby, I mean, like I said, I'm 40 years old. I didn't know I had my baby about a week after I turned 40. And so my entire life, all I knew was career and my husband. And then all of a sudden I have this baby and I was like, whoa, there is something else. And it was, it, I, I know I told you, it's like you, um, it's a refocus. And I, I didn't want to admit that this baby changed me, like, because I felt weak about it. I felt like, oh, it doesn't change my male counterparts. Why, why would this change me? But it just, it just absolutely did. And I was embarrassed by that and I hit it. But the fact is it did change me. And why am I embarrassed that a human life that I brought into the world changed me? But I felt that and I felt guilt about it and everything else. And, but the fact is once you can kind of embrace you know, your truth in things and, you know, your evolution in things. And I bet if I had had a baby in my 20s, I wouldn't have as hard of a time. But I think there was just something about being so established in my career, so established in who I am and who everybody thought I was that, you know, you were you were kind of afraid to admit like, oh, no, my priorities are different now. Not just I, I care about my career, obviously, but I care about, um, I care about my baby. I care about my family. I care about experiencing these firsts with my baby and my family. So it's, it's crazy. You know, and in all this, I think in some way it's, it's not about having the time to do these things. It's really about making the time and prioritizing the time for the things that really matter. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I think that that's awesome, an awesome message to bring out to, or to get out to women everywhere, Sarah. So I thank you for that. Um, and, um, I wish everyone out there, um, just the, the, insight into your life to make time for the things that really matter this holiday, yeah. um, no matter how 100%. busy it gets. Um, keep those things that matter close to your heart. Um, so thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. I it appreciate it. Up next, it is my pleasure to have Cindy Havert on this next segment. Uh, She's a great friend of mine. She's a leader in the community. We're actually in the National Charity League together, and I've had the pleasure of getting to know her that way as well. She also has her own hand lettering business, and she's going to give us a little bit of insight on getting through this very busy time of year. So welcome, Cindy. Hello. How are you? (laughs) Thanks so much for being on the podcast today. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. And if you would start off a little bit by just giving us a little bit of background on you and how you you and your family do the holidays, um, that would be great. Okay, great. Um, I guess I would have to say that in my house growing up, um, I come from a family of five, my parents and a brother and sister and I, and um, the holidays were always really special um, in my family. It's something my mom always put a lot of effort into and a lot of time into beautifully decorating the house and hosting wonderful meals and having um, family over and stuff. So it was always a really happy time for me as a child. Um, And then I married a man who actually feels very much the same. Um, Christmas was always a really special, really happy time in his 
his household. Um, since we have been married, he actually has lost both of his parents. Um, so I would say that sense of wanting a happy holiday has actually increased um, even more for him. Yeah. So it's something that we really try strive for our family just to make it a really happy, memorable time because it was that way for both of us um, in right. our childhoods. Right. Yes. Well, great. Well, um, I know that you have in mind a few things that you'd like to discuss in terms of um, things that you've learned through the years. And so if you want to jump into some discussion of things that seem to work for you, Cindy, um, when things get stressful and, you know, we get busy, but yet we're trying to make it memorable and happy and stay focused on what really matters. Right. So um, I first want to preface by saying I'm definitely not an expert in handling this. Of course, none of us are. I have cried um, probably as recently as last week, but um, (laughs) it's crazy. I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, especially as moms, um, just like you said, to make it happy and make it memorable and do all the things, right? I want to decorate the house and I want to have these fabulous traditions and um, it can get overwhelming. It can get overwhelming for all of us who are just trying to do everything that we see on Pinterest and everything we see on the internet. So what I, what I try to remind myself and what I try to tell myself just in my everyday life, even when it's not the holidays is that it doesn't have to be perfect to be meaningful. That's right. Right. So, um, you know, I I have an image of perfection in my head and, and just how I want to have things done. And when I stop and think about it and look around, I realize that, that's the pressure I'm putting on myself. Right. My children aren't requiring that of me. My husband is not requiring that of me. My friends are not requiring that of me. So um, it's just something that I try to repeat that over and over in my head. It doesn't have to be perfect to be meaningful right. and to be a great memory. Right. I totally agree. And I think truly, I mean, when we really think about it, perfection is kind of just an illusion. And, you know, if we continue Absolutely. to seek perfection, it, we end up kind of finding ourselves unfulfilled um, in our lives instead of just, you know, being happy with what, what we have in the moment and, and, you know, remembering that that's just, it's, it's not a, that we can't attain it, you know? So I think right. that's really good advice. Absolutely. So it, it sort of also, I try to tell myself um, to talk to myself the way I would talk to my good girlfriends, right? And to give myself the same advice that I would give my girlfriends. If you that. called and said, and you said, oh my God, I'm so stressed. and It's too much. Like I can't handle it. What would I tell you? I would say, yeah, let yourself off the hook. This is crazy. Like you're only one person. You can only do so much, right? But we never say that to ourselves. You're right. Yes, totally. And you would truly mean it to anyone you cared about right. to say that, right? Yeah. So have some self-care and tell yourself, let yourself off the hook and treat yourself how you would treat your girlfriends. This is totally true. And you know, it it's like going to get me teared up a little bit because it makes me think of, sometimes I think of what my, my mom might say in a situation. I've been without her for so long. And I think that that is like a, a lovely way to think about it too. You know, what would she say to me in these moments? And, you know, remembering that too, for those who have lost parents, um, parents with whom they had a good relationship, it's just another Right. way to give yourself a little boost. So that's excellent uh, advice. I love absolutely. it. Absolutely. Right. She was your she was your biggest fan, right? That's so you right. can be your biggest fan. Yeah. You can be your own biggest fan and tell yourself all those things that I love it. you know to be you know to be true. You know to be most true of the heart. time. Most of the time. Yes. Yes. Right. <laughs> I guess. Well, I, I will tell you that. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing those thoughts. Is there anything else that you want to get out there to women before we wrap up? Um, 
I don't know. I would say, like I said, just let yourself off the hook. Give, give yourself a break sometimes and just know that your best is good enough. And yeah, that's it. I think this is enjoy awesome. the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> right. I agree. Enjoy, enjoy the moment and um, seek to be whole and not perfect, I think is Absolutely. a super awesome message, Cindy. So thank you so much and um, happy, happy holidays. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Next up, here's my conversation with Autumn Schumel, who happens to be a former patient who was near and dear to my heart. What year was that, Autumn, that we that we were working together? I don't even know. Maybe I don't. 2015? Yeah, I think it's 2015. Yeah. It's close enough. Yeah. So Autumn was a patient of mine at the time and um, she was, she had a shoulder injury that she was seeing me for um, and also at the time was a competitive swimmer, uh, but is no longer doing swimming competitively. She still enjoys swimming, but is now working in animal care and welfare. And um, Autumn and I always had a really awesome connection. So I knew she would be a great one to have on the podcast. So welcome, Autumn. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thanks so much for coming on. Um, Thank you for having me. So we're going to just jump into a little bit of this um, holiday advice and sort of encouragement for all of those out there during this busy time of year. Um, How do you, how's the holiday season for you, Autumn? How do you experience it? Um, I mean, being a young adult, it's been kind of weird. I've learned a lot of weird lessons that are super fresh. Um, I miss being a kid. I miss being a kid. Um, you know, there's people in my life that I miss. It's definitely something to cope with. Um, like doing the decorations myself and like, I don't know, I'm all on my own now. It's weird. It's just, it's bittersweet. I think is what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Yeah. And it can be a lonely time. I think like you said, sometimes, you know, trying to do everything on your own, if you are on your own at this time of year, it's, you know, it can be overwhelming and it can be a lot. And, um, yeah, I totally get that. And, um, so I saw a post of yours a day or so ago, and I thought it was really profound. And you were kind of um, reaching out to people who deal with some seasonal, um, potentially depression or just, you know, just sadness at this time of year. It can be so overwhelming. So um, tell us a little bit about your advice for how, how to get through those times of feeling overwhelmed or feeling sad. Um, how do you do that, Autumn? Um, crazy. I don't know. Like you kind of have to be really honest with yourself. A lot of times talking about these kinds of things, it's, it's very taboo. People don't like to talk about it and they don't like to talk about it with themselves. Even when they're alone, it's just kind of something that, Oh, I'm sad, but they push it to the side. It exacerbates the issue. You're just kind of letting those emotions grow and it's going to take over you if you're not careful. Um, So being honest with yourself is really important. You need to be able to either reach into those healthy coping mechanisms that you have And it's work, like these kinds of things. You're not just happy to be happy. Like I've met very few people in my life that are just genuinely high on life. Clark Kent, like they just go for it. Nothing (laughs) seems to bother them. You know what I mean? Like it's not, you have to put effort into it. You have to force yourselves to do the things that make you happy. Even if they're little, do the things that make you smile. And please surround yourself with people that want the best for you. Because if you're hanging around people that, you know, they don't really care or they're just exploiting you for their own purposes, it's not going to get any better. 
Right. Absolutely. I like Things that you, don't just happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. I like that you talk about being honest with yourself and, you know, sometimes that it can be work to, um, you know, to admit those emotions and, and seek help if you need it. And um, I'd like to read uh, you, your little piece of advice that I saw that I thought was so awesome, if you don't mind. Um, oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. And it said this, it said, for those of you finding yourself slipping into that inevitable seasonal depression, we've all been dreading. You are not alone. And I'm proud of you. Be kind to animals, be kind to others, and most importantly, be kind to yourself. A little kindness goes a long way in the mental health realm. I super promise. I thought that was so awesome, Autumn. And I think oh, it's thank you. I think it's nice to get the message out there that, you know, you're not alone if you're feeling down or overwhelmed or depressed um, as you're kind of trying to deal with the the holidays. And um, I love it that you say, you know, you're proud of Everyone out there who's given it a go day after day, and every day might not be good, but one foot in front of the other, right? Absolutely. Yeah, very cool. And you know that I love um, kindness as well, trying to teach that to my kids. (laughs) So I love the kind piece as well. Well, thank you so much. Have happy holiday season. And um, it's, it's lovely to reconnect and miss you and hope to chat with you soon. Absolutely. Thank you so much. This next segment, I am so excited to have my dear friend, Lisa Kovacevic, on the podcast. She is a nurse practitioner in Eugene, Oregon, and we have actually known each other since we were 12 years old, I think. Was it 12 or 13, Lisa? I don't know. Something like that. Oh, my goodness. I think it was 12. <laughs> okay. 12 Seems years like old. Seems like since birth. Right. Like since birth. <laughs> <laughs> Basically since birth. Um, and we often talk about the value of having a friend who knows your whole story almost, and just how comforting and awesome that can be through all the ups and downs of life. Lisa has been such an inspiration in my own life, and I'm really excited to have her on to give us a little bit of encouragement in the holiday season. So welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Gina. <laughs> um, all right. So as we get started on our little our little holiday segments, um, I would love it if you would just share a little bit about what the holidays are like for you and some of the background um, of how you experience the holidays. Sure. Yeah. So um I have two children. I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old, of course, as you know. But um, I think that, you know, of course, is a big part of my holiday. And um, I also grew up in a family where, you know, we celebrate Christmas. Um, but we uh, we had a lot of holiday traditions and a lot of things that we would do, certain Christmas cookies that we would make and certain rituals we would go through on, like, Christmas morning and kind of certain things that we would do. And uh, And over the last you know, five to seven years, unfortunately, I have lost both my mom and my dad. And um, seeing that I still have young kids and I, um, you know, want to kind of carry on some of those traditions, I think that for me, a lot of the holidays is like trying to relive some of my childhood and the memories that I had that I really love and also trying to create an amazing, you know, joyful time for my own children. So, yeah, so that's kind of what I think the holidays mean to me. It means a lot of, you know, bringing joy to my kids, but also traditions. Right. Yeah. And you were talking a little bit about before we started recording, I thought it was really helpful and something that might go out to listeners and be helpful as well. And that's sort of to be flexible and, you know, which, which you, which traditions you hang on to and which traditions you create anew for yourself and just trying to kind of not be, maybe not be so rigid or not think that it has to go a certain way. Maybe just let, let go of some of those expectations a little bit. Um, does that sound about right? Can you comment on that a little bit? Yeah, that, I mean, I think you really summarized that well. I think that, um, 
for me, like, you know, when you've lost a family member, that is like such a deep part of your life. Like, I think that trying to integrate them into your daily life and try to remember them in a joyful way can sometimes be painful for people at the holidays because it brings up kind of these memories of not, you know, really specific to your parents and then you kind of are missing them more. And I found that trying to just bring joy and remember the the qualities and the things that my mom and dad brought to the holidays for me and trying to recreate that for my kids sometimes means like loosening my grip on the actual traditions that I had as a child and trying to create new ones for my kids. And then also just remembering that like that the things that will bring joy to my family and that will be the traditions moving forward are the ones that'll happen organically and naturally. And so just trying to remember that I think, you know, sometimes we get caught up in like trying to remember the, and hold on to our the people that we love that we've lost. And I think a healthy way to do it is to let it kind of happen organically. Right. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And yeah. um, for all the listeners out there, Lisa and I have also been doing a little little word reflection through this time building up to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's been a lot of fun. And it just like when you were talking about the ones that are close to you and all of that, it made me think of um, one of our reflections. I can't remember what word it was, Lisa, where your reflection was <laughs> that it's important to prioritize the people who are like the closest to us in our life and to make sure that we're putting a lot of time and energy into those people that we truly value the most and not into you know other people or other things do you remember the word yeah I think the I think the word was rooted or rooted root. yeah you're right and I think that I think it was I think it was root and it was kind of talking about you know where you want to really put your well I mean I reflected that I felt like it was like where do you want to really cultivate your roots and um yeah and I think we get so busy and wrapped up in all these things you know Christmas parties and like you know all the gifts for teachers and cookies and you know all these other little things that like just busy us sometimes. And sometimes it's like, it's okay to say no to the Christmas party that isn't as important for you and slow down and, and really focus on the people that, that mean the most and also not kind of like holding yourself hostage to things that you feel like you have to do around the holidays and letting yourself, like you said earlier, when you introduced all this is just being flexible. So slowing down and being flexible and yeah. And remembering your roots, right? <laughs> yes, I love it. Um, do you remember where people can find that if they want to go to the words to reflect on? It's um, I can add it later too. I think it was Advent. Yeah, I think it was um, AdventWord.org. Okay, is the website that was for the reflections for, for Advent, of course, which is like um, part of the Advent is part of the Christian calendar, um, and not all not all Christian faiths kind of practice that ritual of Advent or that part of the liturgical calendar, but our, um, what we do at our church and that word reflection has been kind of fun. But even if you don't, if you're not Christian and you're not, you know, um, or you don't celebrate Advent on like that, in that schedule, those words are still applicable. Of course, they're not necessarily, um, you know, very yeah, they're not necessarily yeah Christian words or yeah, yeah, yeah they're super fun and um, you guys can do it like Lisa and I do, exchanging texts about the words each day. <laughs> it is fun, listeners. You should try it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, well, thanks for coming on, Lisa and listeners. I'm gonna leave thanks. you with this little nugget from my my few minutes here with Lisa, and it's this: this holiday, figure out what fuels your joy, and do lots of that. Thanks, Gina. 
In this next segment, it is my absolute pleasure to have my dear friend, Kristen Lang, on the podcast. Uh, Kristen and I met back in 2013 when she moved back to Virginia Beach with her family and have since been um, such awesome friends. And I'm so grateful for Kristen's presence in my life. So welcome to the podcast, Kristen. Thank you, Gina. It's my pleasure to be here. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So as you know, on the podcast in this segment, we are putting out some words of encouragement and advice for our fellow women out there who are feeling the pressure of this holiday season. So tell us a little bit about how the holidays are for you. Do you feel the pressure? Is it craziness? um, Or are you able to unplug and um, kind of treasure the things that matter? Hmm. Well, I think I would be lying if I said that they are completely calm and full of peace and joy every day, although that is how I would love them to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say, I think as the years have gone older, I have four daughters and the oldest now is 19. So I've had some time to get myself, um, I guess, more organized through the holidays. Um, but I know when the girls were little, I have, you know, I they were little, it was crazy. I felt stressed all the time. And I wanted this perfect, you know, Christmas with all of the baking and the present wrapping and, you know, just be able to do all of the fun Christmas things that there were. Um, and I often was exhausted and just not, I kind of was a Scrooge truth, truth be told. I mean, I really didn't (laughs) feel, I know it was hard. I just didn't feel, you know, my John's family would come and spend the holidays with us and I'd be preparing and getting ready for them. And then we would sometimes travel and, um, it just felt like, a felt like a lot, but I know one thing I did when they were especially younger, um, for probably a good 10 years, I thought, what is one thing I could give up during the holidays during this time, um, to focus more, we would always host a Christmas party. I wanted to do those kinds of things. I wanted it to be fun. So the one thing I did let go of for many years was Christmas cards. And I said, you know what? That's one thing that can wait. It doesn't have to be there before December 25th. I'll do New Year's card. Now there were a few years, one year it was Valentine's Day. And shamefully, I think one year they were close to St. Patrick's Day. But I did get them done and they <laughs> write a letter. And I might have time to write a little note. Um, but since then, I, I have found a little bit more time and more organization to get them done. Yeah. And and I think this is relevant for a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people feel that pressure with the holiday cards or whatever it is, you know, they feel the pressure to, to do, do things that they feel like they should be doing. And you're right. Sometimes you just have to say, Hey, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't work for me. And I'm going to choose the things that are most meaningful. Um, and I think that that's really valuable advice. Another thing that you said, um, that kind of struck a chord with me because I feel like that you've really helped me continue to grow in this area. You said, um, that you wanted, like the perfect Christmas um, with the cookies and the presents and everything. But I think through my time and knowing you and being your friend, I have realized that you have really taught me that it things don't have to be perfect, actually, that you um, you can open your home to people, you can be with your kids, and it doesn't have to be a perfect clean home or a perfectly, cl- <laughs> you know, clear yeah. plan, right. you, know, you know, it just, it doesn't matter. It's okay, like, let go of the perfection because um, really, like, in the end, it doesn't matter at all. Um, it's just the warmth and the love that you share with your friends and your family that's gonna, that's gonna stick with you. So stop beating yourself up, you know, about inviting someone over when your home is perfectly cleaned or, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. So I've always loved that too. Oh, thanks, Gina. Yeah, I I do. I I think that's one thing I kind of learned a little too, as the years went on that I think actually when your home is less perfect, um, it makes people feel more at ease and comfortable because the reality is none of us can keep it. And it's kind of a really a false reality. Um, 
I think it gives people, um, I don't know, the comfort to know like, hey, we're, we're all in this together. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> totally. And speaking of all, all of us being in it together, I have to tell the listeners that when my twins were little, they were teeny babies. Kristen <laughs> always opened her home to us. We like had no one. Well, I shouldn't say that, but there were a few people that would invite like this giant family with these two little babies <laughs> over. And Kristen would not only invite us over, she would allow us to bring the pack and place into her bedroom and put these <laughs> twins down to sleep so that we could all hang out and it was just the purest example for me of just love and hospitality and just caring for me in a time that was like super crazy in my life it was so meaningful to me and I still think about it and I hope to you know pay it forward and be able to do that for others who are going through the same kind of struggles with young children so thank you for that my friend that was wonderful times well we enjoyed you know, hanging out with you guys. So it was, it was all good. Yeah. <laughs> it was all good. So oh. is there, is there anything else that you want to get out there to um, other women during this crazy hectic time of year? I think if I would use one word, I would say just embrace it, embrace the crazy, embrace the stress. Um, it just really comes with this time of year and, and it's okay um, just to try to go out and just choose joy and peace as much as you can every day um, during this time. So I know there was one more piece too that we were talking about and that's self-care. And um, what were you saying about that in terms of exercise and just the things that we can do for ourselves to nurture our body during this time, Kristen? Yes. I think during this time for sure to really prioritize self-care, especially for moms, because reality, we know that Christmas really falls on our shoulders, most all of it. And to take that time to either exercise um, every day to give you the energy and to keep healthy uh, or to really just take time to sleep. I'm trying this year to really focus on making sure I get enough hours of sleep every night so I can embrace every day with energy that I need. Yes, yes. I think this is awesome advice and not just for the holiday season, but in general to take time to take care of ourselves, um, to exercise and move our bodies, to get the rest that we need and to do the things that make us happy and bring us joy instead of going through the motions. Um, So perfect advice, my friend. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on to share just a few minutes with me. I love you and I appreciate you and I cherish you and um, Merry Christmas. Thank you, Gina. I feel the same. Merry Christmas to you. All right. Love you. For this final segment, I was supposed to interview my sister-in-law, but life got in the way. She has three girls, one who is just a baby, and she's helping to manage her own father's health issues. And of course, she has all of the other craziness that makes the season so busy. But I wanted to take the opportunity to close this episode by talking about this amazing person my brother married. She was actually a part of our lives for many years before they got married, and in fact, she knew my mom well before she passed. In those fragile moments after my mom's death, my sister-in-law, who wasn't even my sister-in-law at the time, she was dating my brother, was the one by my side to go through my mom's things and help me decide whether to keep them, donate them, or throw them away. No one else in my family could handle that task at the time. I still look back on it in awe. Fast forward almost 12 years to 2019. Over the years, my sister-in-law has grown as a mother, wife, and friend. She always embraces every holiday season with joy and creates awesome memories with her kids and family. But something unique happened this year. My father had some very serious health issues, and my sister-in-law, who is a nurse, stepped in without hesitation 
and helped in a way that was far beyond anything I would ever have expected. She performed nightly infusions for his antibiotics, sitting there to chat with him while they waited for the medication to enter his body. She helped with his wound care and selflessly gave of her time and of herself, despite having an infant and two young girls at home. I know there are some of you out there who understand what an amazing thing that is. Sometimes it's hard to barely hang on as a mother, but here she was going over to my father's house nightly to do things that she knew he needed. Every time I would thank her, she would just say she was happy to help. The selfless love that she showed our family and my dad is something I will remember for the rest of my life. I'm across the country and couldn't be there to do the things that she did instead, and my heart is incredibly grateful. And the reason I wanted to share this story is because I thought it was a perfect way to cap off the running theme in these segments, making time for people that are most important to you and being kind. When we serve others, it gives us an inner peace that is beyond comparison, and it can even impact others who are not directly involved through the ripple effect that kindness brings. I was a recipient of that ripple effect in the story about my sister-in-law, and I was affected deeply by her strength and kindness. Thank you, Hillary. So my friends, my wish for you this holiday season is that instead of falling into the crazy whirlwind of parties and presents and overcommitment, that you slow down to cherish the things that really matter. In the end, the rest will fall away. I read a really awesome passage today that I'd love to close with. Every single person in this world has the power to be a part of a positive ripple effect. At this very moment, you are capable of making an extraordinary difference in the world. Even a simple, small, kind deed can make a profound impact on the life of another. The most important essentials in life are free for a reason. So give away the endless supply of love in your heart. I know it will return to you this holiday season. Connected, we can rise. 